Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Trent McWicket is lonely on the lead. He's up by four on the outside. Don't tell me again, cutting into the margin. But it's McWicket four years later back at the top of the sport. Homicide Hunter who sweeps past to the outside. Homicide Hunter trotting into the finish. It's Homicide Hunter who will hit the line. 148 and 4, the fastest trotter ever. Dewey did some good down the boulevard of broken dreams. Walker Meister coming at him. Walker Meister on the outside getting the best of him. Walker Meister in front. Giddy up. Three wide, all bets off. They're at the top of the stretch. Rockin' Ron turns first in the Battle of Lake Erie. On the outside, bit of a legend. Rockin' Ron, bit of a legend. On the outside, bit of a legend. This year's battle champion, 23 and 1. Homeward bound in Gold Cup and Soccer, 59. Somewhere, Penty, rockin' in heaven. Rose Run Quest is there. Here is the French connection. The alerts have won it. Fine. Twinkle takes aim in the passing lane. Now Caviar Alley in full gear outside. Shark start a feeling. Caviar Alley all out. Shark digging deep. Shark's gonna dig in here and get the win here. Shark up on the front end. Then none shall pass for Tim Dietrich. You're tuned in to the official podcast of the Sport of Harness Racing Post Time with Mike and Mike with co-host Mike Carter. Foiled again! Hold on to win! Foiled again, tough as nails! And Mike Bozich. The Iron Horse has cemented his legacy! Giddy You've got another action packed rendition of Hook Time with Mike and Mike presented by the United States Trotting Association and Vet America. Mike Carter joining you from the Hook Time with Mike and Mike Studios in Columbus, Ohio. And Mike Bozich has the week off. It's been a great week in the sport of harness racing. Great show coming up for you. We've got Mark Midland, who's going to be joining us from Derby Wars. We're going to talk the 2019 World Harness Handicapping Championship that's going to be held at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment on April the uh, 13th. Um, He'll talk about the final qualifier coming up this weekend, how patrons can get involved. It is the richest contest in harness racing history if the pool reaches $150,000, which it's well on its way to doing that, but that would require $150 entries. We're going to talk to Renee Mancino first, though. We're going to talk to her from the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. How about this? The Ohio Fantasy Racing League is something that was created, I believe it was last year. We'll get that clarified by Renee here in just a little bit. We're going to talk about that program and how contestants can get involved. It's a really fun little thing. And we're going to talk to our man Pete Vinaglia from Yonkers Raceway as we talk Grand Circuit action at 
the racetrack at Yonkers Raceway. Uh, he'll highlight some of the horses that have jumped out at him so far, how players may be able to find some value and maybe some sleeper plays coming up in the George Morton Levy contest and the blue chip matchmaker. Speaking of the George Morton Levy contest, if you haven't turned your picks in for this weekend, make sure you get them in to us. Um, Make sure you get them in to post time with Mike and Mike uh, by 11 o'clock tonight. Make sure they're in by 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, We don't want uh, anybody to miss out on those uh, selections. Big prizes up for grabs. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we've got Renee Mancino from the OHHA. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by the United States Trotting Association and Bet America. At BetAmerica, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the BetAmerica way. Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. It's been said that fortune favors the bold, and we're all in at Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Join us as we kick off the live racing season with an epic fan appreciation weekend, Friday, March 29th and Saturday, March 30th, for champion harness racing, new bets, folder promotions, free family events, live entertainment, giveaways, and more starting at 6.30 p.m. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino is big, fast, folder, and we want you to be a part of it. Visit HarrisHoosierPark.com for more info. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. Welcome back to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the USTA and Bet America. Mike Carter joining you from the USTA studios in Columbus. We're joined now by Renee Mancino. And Renee, I know uh, it's pretty early uh, where you're at. Thanks so much for taking time out of your morning to join us. Oh, well, thank you for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it is pretty early. It's 730 here, and I'm attending the Association of Racing Commissioners International meetings here in California in Arcadia. So. Happy to jump on and talk about the Harness Racing Fantasy League. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. This is something you guys kind of came up with, and now in 2019, obviously, there's a whole new prize structure. But let's first kind of dive into what went into putting this uh, racing league together. Well, I think that the, the biggest impetus behind the racing league is trying to find a way to generate interest as if you were a horse owner, bring new people into the business that would contemplate and then ultimately become the owner of a standard bred racehorse. 
Now let's kind of talk about the Ohio Fantasy League as far as um, how people can kind of get signed up uh, through the OHHA website. Um, obviously, there's some rules and things of that sort that people need to read through, but how do uh, patrons or contestants get signed up for the league? Generally speaking, all you need to do is send an email to schroeder at ohha.com. Um, you can mail in an entry blank if you would like. Uh, you can almost get it to us in any way except by phone. We don't accept call-in entries for it. So it doesn't work like the race office then is what you're saying. <laughs> That's correct. I'm sorry. We don't have USTA online entry. Maybe next year. <laughs> no no do, online um, entry. Yeah, but we do. The deadline date is midnight Friday, April 19th. So if you're going to get your entry in, get it in in any way except by phone by April 19th at midnight. Now, now, what do contestants need to do um, once they sign up for the league? Uh, obviously, there are some parameters for what horses they can pick and things of that sort for their stable. Well, it's it's generally speaking been the same. This is our third year of doing this. It's open to any individual that has not owned a standard bread that's raced in the last two years. And if you are a fractional ownership owner, if you will, of less than a 5% share in a fractional ownership stable, then you're eligible as well. Uh, you, you Generally speaking, you pick six horses. Four can be any age. Uh, they must have raced at an Ohio racetrack in the last two years. The other two horses must be Ohio Sire two-year-olds out of those uh, six horses. So you can pick virtually any horse that's raced in the state of Ohio within the last two years. Wow, that's a that's pretty impressive, especially with the Ohio breeding program and the way things have kind of grown over the last couple of years, Renee. It's kind of really impressive what Ohio has been able to do and, you know, how much the breeding grown breeding crop has kind of grown in the state. Yeah, I would agree, Michael. Um, the absolute influx, if you will, that the industry received in 2012 has just continued to permit Ohio to grow to number one in the nation for Ohio standardbreds that are uh, born and, and raised and, and actually Ohio owners as well, resident, you know, registered owners of Ohio standardbreds. Now, Renee, let's kind of jump off topic. I know we were talking about the uh, Fantasy Racing League, but talk about how things are going in Ohio. I know that things have really kind of you know, struck a real conversation in the state of Ohio, which continues to grow each year, and the Sire Stakes program is doing phenomenal as well. Oh, all the, all the programs are doing really well. Um, you know, obviously led by our breeders who are bringing excellent stallions to the state of Ohio. We have over 120 standard bred stallions that stand in Ohio at 71 breeding farms. And out of our 88 counties, we have breeding farms that have standard bred stallions in 33 of those. So at the wow. end of the day, we're statewide. We, we have, aside from being number one in mares bred and foals produced and registered standard bred owners, we also have uh, number one in the number of county fairs that race. We have 66 county fairs that will race this summer. And at the county fair level, they race for over $7.5 million in purses during the summer from May to October. There are some weeks in the summer where we'll have overlapping fairs at five different facilities throughout the state. And, and then moving up from there, you have the Buckeye Stallion Series, which is a blend of Paramutual and a few county fair tracks, Delaware County being one, Urbana, 
um, in Champaign County being another, Bucyrus uh, being a third, where they are able to host these $17,500 purse guarantees for uh, two- and three-year-old Ohio sires, and then obviously our Ohio Sire Stakes program, which this year will be over $10 million. Yeah, now Super Night will take place, um, I believe it's September 1st at Northfield Park, and the purses for the Ohio Sire Stakes program are, are just out of this world uh, as compared to, you know, some of the surrounding states. And, you know, the what we've been able to kind of build that up to here in Ohio uh, is another kind of impressive uh, thing that's added to the format. Well, yeah. I mean, Super Night is is the signature night, if you will, and this year it's at MGM Northfield Park, and it's 300000 a division guaranteed, and, you know, it's an unprecedented night of racing. We just have a fantastic time. We do all sorts of events and giveaways for the fans on track, and it's just an excellent night of racing. And whether it's at El Dorado Resorts or Northfield Park, uh, both the host racetracks do a phenomenal job of putting on the the show, if you will. And, and, you know, more often than not, it is an absolute packed house. You know, you cannot, there's standing room only. Right, right. Well, listen, Renee, thanks so much for taking time out of your morning to join us. I know, like I said, we, we probably got you up a really, really early uh, California time anyway, but we certainly appreciate it. And uh, if anybody has any further questions, uh, repeat that email one more time uh, where they can contact about the IO Family Racing League. Well, they can they can check our website at www.ohha.com, or they can email s Schroeder, s c h r o e d e r at ohha.com. She administers the program. All right, perfect. Thanks so much, Renee. Have a uh, or enjoy your uh, trip out in California. Thank you, Michael. You guys too. All right, that was Renee Mancino from the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association, and what a cool little program they have going on with the Ohio Fantasy Racing League. And we see Major League Baseball, we see NFL, NBA, NHL, they all kind of have their fantasy leagues about them. I know I play fantasy uh, football. I used to play fantasy baseball, but it took up too much of my time. And uh, our man Rich Johnson said I was playing on my phone too much. So, no, I'm just kidding. Rich is uh, sitting across from me here, and uh, I expected like a, a laugh or a glare or something, but uh, anyways, we you know the Fantasy Racing League is a cool little concept. You get to pick a couple of horses, uh, more specifically some of the horses that kind of race at Ohio on a regular basis, and have some fun. You know, you can use the Track Match Track Master Virtual Stable that is listed on the OHHA website where you can put your horses so you know when they race, you can go see them race, and you know what's happening with the horses that are in your stable. We're going to talk the World Harness Handicapping Championship up next on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the USTA and Bet America. The Meadowlands racing season is just heating up with large fields, bigger purses, nightly promotions, and some of the greatest restaurants in New Jersey. There are plenty of places to catch all of the exciting action. First post on Friday and Saturday nights is 715. For more information and reservations, call 201-THE-BIG-M or visit PlayMeadowlands.com. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. 
The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the Mobility Aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike? Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. Winback Farms welcomes three new stallions in 2019. New to New York, Boston Red Rocks, one of the 2015 Dan Patch Award for two-year-old pacing colts, and a Breeders' Crown champion. New to Pennsylvania, 34-time winner Heston Blue Chip, one of the Dan Patch Awards for three-year-old colt pacers and a Breeders' Crown champion. Also the sire of the second richest two-year-old Philly pacer of 2018, Zero Tolerance. And new to Ontario, my MVP, a proven sire of stakes winners, including Good Times Trot winner Wolfgang. For more information, go to winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. We're back on this edition of Host Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the United States Trotting Association and Bet America. Mike Carter, live from the USTA studios in Columbus. We just got through talking with Renee Mancino from the Harness, excuse me, from the OHHA to talk about the harness racing fantasy league that they just had and we're going to talk kind of switch gears and go towards the handicapping angle now with the world harness handicapping championship presented by derbywars.com and to do that joining us this morning is mark midland from derby wars mark thanks so much for taking time out of your morning to join us 
Oh, thanks, guys. Glad to uh, talk about the uh, WHAC. We're really excited about it. It's a week and a half away, so uh, we're almost there. Well, we you guys have done a, a heck of a job of kind of qualifying people for this thing and trying to get people to participate. First, let's kind of talk the leading up to where we're at today and what you guys did, qualifiers that you guys put on, and uh, what's coming up uh, this weekend. There is a super qualifier uh, that's coming up for fans. Yeah, uh, so just going back, um, last year the uh, World Harness Handicapping Championship uh, at the Meadowlands in April uh, was worth over $80,000, and so this year um, we're promoting it at $150,000 estimated based on uh, 150 entries. Uh, I think we're going to get close to that. It's a $40,000 guaranteed first prize, and uh, we've been qualifying people all year online at Derby Wars, uh, at the Meadowlands, and several qualifiers uh, have qualified on TVG, um, also at Hawthorne, Buffalo, and, and other racetracks around the country. So, um, you know, really excited as we get close to that. Uh, the WHHC is April 13th at the Meadowlands. Uh, you can walk up and buy your entry. It's a $1,300 entry. And uh, we've got uh, the biggest super qualifier on Derby Wars Saturday night, uh, up to six spots. And, uh it's a great way to qualify your in, you know, your way in and not pay the full $1,300 entry. Now, Mark, talk about the uh, super qualifier coming up this weekend. Obviously the, you, you know, you've had qualifiers leading up to this, but this is kind of the last chance for people to kind of get involved and kind of get into the tournament without having to pay that $1,300 fee. Um, is there, are there, there are qualifiers, I believe Friday night that help get you into the super qualifier on Saturday, correct? Exactly. And there's qualifiers at every level. So you can start qualifying for as little as $33 actually tonight and Friday night. And uh, that can get you into a second round qualifier for $86, uh, which is the, there's one on Friday night, also earlier in the night on Saturday night that will get you into the uh, the final qualifier. The super qualifier Saturday night uh, is a $300 entry. One in five players will uh, win the $1,300 uh, WHHC entry. Now let's kind of dive into the WHHC and kind of the format on uh, World Harness Handicapping Championship Night. Obviously, there are um, 10 races that um, are kind of the ones that have to be played, eight from the Meadowlands and two designated mandatory races, uh, one from Buffalo and then one from the Meadowlands. What is kind of the wagering format on that night, and is there minimums to what people have to wager? Uh, sure. So uh, the way it works is your $1,300 entry into the WHHC uh, gives you a $300 live bankroll that you'll play with at the Meadowlands over those races. As you said, eight Meadowlands races plus a couple mandatory races, one from from, uh, uh, Buffalo and uh, potentially another track. And uh, it's a win, place, and show format. So you can make any combination of of win, place, and show wagers uh, picking one horse. And uh, it's a $30 minimum per race and uh, you're going to make uh, up to a hundred. So you're going to bet between $30 and a hundred dollars in combinations of win, place and show uh, 10 times during the night. And where, where can players kind of find more information about this Mark, uh, what they can do to sign up on track uh, the night of, if they aren't able to make one of the qualifiers uh, coming up this weekend. Sure. Just uh, you can go to thebigm.com, or uh, what I like to do is just Google WHHC Meadowlands, and uh, the the first link there will bring you all to the uh, contest information. And uh, if you want to qualify, 
uh, come to derbywars.com. Uh, again, qualify, you know, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night, last chance qualifier. And, uh, you know, it's a great event. I think uh, this is something, you know, really exciting for harness racing to, um, you know, get a, a the ball rolling on a bigger contest, uh, you know, getting into six figures, 40,000, potentially 50,000 to the winner. Uh, we're starting to talk about real money. And uh, I think once, you know, we've crossed the $100,000 barrier this year, uh, we can go bigger and, and beyond next year. Well, Mark, listen, you guys have done a heck of a job putting this thing together. And if I remember in conversations off the air that this is probably going to be the biggest harness handicapping championship uh, ever at 150,000, if we can get to those 150 entries. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it, it's it's really exciting. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, everyone's familiar with on the thoroughbred side, you know, they've got uh, their uh, WHA, uh the NTRA contest that's, uh, you know, worth two and a half million. And uh, I think, you know, with uh, the WHHC, I think the sky's the limit. Like I said, once we get uh, over a hundred thousand this year, uh, I think we could get to 200,000 and beyond and uh, really bring a, a lot more uh, new eyeballs into the game, focusing on uh, how, how they can qualify and how they can win. All right. Well, Mark, certainly appreciate you taking time out of your morning to join us. And uh, listen, I can't wait to see uh, who comes out on top of the World Harness Handicapping Championship. Yeah, let's see. We're excited for it. So thanks a lot, guys, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. That was Mark Midland from Derby Wars talking about the World Harness Handicapping Championship coming up on April the 13th at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment. We're going to take a short time out. When we come back, you've got more from Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the USTA. Winback Farms welcomes three new stallions in 2019. New to New York, Boston Red Rocks, one of the 2015 Dan Patch Award for two-year-old pacing colts, and a Breeders' Crown champion. New to Pennsylvania, 34-time winner Heston Blue Chip, one of the Dan Patch Awards for three-year-old colt pacers, and a Breeders' Crown champion. Also the sire of the second richest two-year-old Philly pacer of 2018, Zero Tolerance. And new to Ontario, my MVP, a proven sire of stakes winners, including Good Times Trot winner Wolfgang. For more information, go to winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the Mobility Aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike, are you a harness racer? 
racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. New Vocations Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, Rehab, Rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. Celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org. You're tuned in to the Bet America Radio Network. Host Jason Bean brings you new shows every Monday through Friday. We bring you the best personalities from across the racing world with extensive interviews, commentary, news, games, and more. The Barn is revolutionizing what horse racing radio can be. And you can hear new shows at BetAmerica.com or just search Bet America Radio Network on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. Get in the Barn. We're back on this edition of Host Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the United States Trotting Association and Bet America. Mike Carter live from the UTA studio in Columbus. And we just talked with Mark Midland about the 2019 World Harness Handicapping Championship that's being hosted at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment coming up on April 13th. Uh, this is probably going to be the richest contest in harness racing history. Um, we're looking forward to it. For more information, visit derbywars.com. And if you can't, for whatever reason, qualify in one of their tournaments, Stop by Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment. There is a entry fee of $1,300, but you can register register the night of the World Harness Handicapping Championship. Speaking of the World Harness Handicapping Championship and everything going on at the Meadowlands uh, now, this weekend, Pinkman is set to make his 2019 debut. Uh, this Friday at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment, uh, he is the or was the 2015 Hamiltonian champion and uh, name trotter of the year in 2015. As he'll make his start for Per Engblom, who is stepping in, kind of taking over the reins uh, for uh, trainer Jimmy Tactor, who recently retired uh, for the past several years. Uh, he's had some troubles with throat and breathing issues and only made a total of 14 starts, but we're hoping that this year is like last year and he'll have a healthy campaign where he could kind of have a few extra starts in him. So Pinkman is set to make his 2019 debut Friday at the Meadowlands. Let's talk a little bit of milestone action. We don't talk a whole lot about Buffalo Raceway on the program, but a young kid by the name of Kyle Cummings scored his first pair mutual victory last night at Buffalo Raceway aboard Jude Hall. Uh, he went right to the lead and never looked back. So that's, uh, that's the, one of the better ways 
to uh, win your first pair mutual event. You don't even have to worry about it. Just go right to the front and keep on rocking. Uh, Kyle Cummings um, in the Cummings family. Uh, John Cummings Jr. is up there. Kevin Cummings is up there. So glad to see that Kyle Cummings has joined the winning ranks. Lots of other cool, fun stuff going on uh, tonight. From a wagering perspective, you've got Hoosier Park, Harris Hoosier Park, who has a carryover in their pick four sequence. You also have Yonkers Raceway as a carryover in their pick five, both with healthy guaranteed pools. Let's kind of look at Hoosier Park for a moment. Let's kind of look at the Hoosier Park uh, pick four. Um, lots of really good races, and it kicks off in their third race. There's a $30,000 guarantee with a carryover of just over $11,000. And, you know, this is a really nice field. Uh, it's a full field of 10. Number 10 starts from the second tier, always by Grace Draws post number nine. But the morning line favorite dropping down is the seven BB's rocking image. Didn't get the best trip uh at Miami Valley last week, returns to the big track where the last victory for this three-year-old filly came over the Hoosier Park racing surface. This might be a considerable single for you in that sequence. Fourth race, uh, field of conditioned pacers for a purse of $7,000. Number three, Moody Blues did not finish after making a break um, in his last start on March 30th, we'll return to the big track tonight for the first time in, in quite some time. Has been racing at Dayton in Miami Valley uh, in preparation for the Harris Hoosier Park meet. Uh, number five, Platinum is another interesting horse. Uh, didn't get the best of trips last week. Come home in 29 off a of 54 mile. Takes a little bit of a step back in class for the five Platinum. And then you have the fifth race. This is one of the more wide-open races. And number two, Valentino Joe, is a horse that I will have to look up later on. I love the two-year-olds. I love the first-time starters, especially when you start digging into their breeding. And if the horses can do well, can the dams do well, do the sires do well? The dam is an 11% winner uh, off the layoff. First time is a 0% winner, so 0 for 4 first time. But the sire is a 27% winner first off, 14% winner uh, first time starter. Uh, so we'll have to maybe give Valentino Joe a little bit of a chance. Another horse that I like is the seven. Tell me he is Brown for trainer Laverne Hostetler. Sam Widger will do the driving. Uh, didn't like the qualifier last time at all. Uh, come home 29 and two, 159 and three mile. Wasn't overly impressed with that. I have a feeling that this is a horse that needs to be closer to the front to have a chance against this group. And then we have the sixth race at Hoosier Field of Condition Pacers. And the field includes the likes of number five, Hot Rod Ryan, another morning line favorite. This is a interesting horse in the fact that he doesn't like to pass a whole lot of horses, uh, at least not in the last couple of starts. You have to go back to his race at Dover, four starts back to see him come from behind with Ross Wolfenden in the bike. You got Sam Widger over the lines this weekend. Yonkers Raceway has a guaranteed pick five, a $20,000 guaranteed pick five with just over $7,000 in the carryover pool coming up here this evening. And number two, Pennant Sealster is the morning line favorite in the first event. It kicks off in the seventh race. So field of trotters. And I don't normally like to single a whole lot of trotters, and I'm not going to single Pennant Sealster here. Pennant Sealster has been known to make a break or two um, 
over the past couple of starts. Number four, Christopher Crazo, excuse me, Christopher Crazo is a horse that uh, is kind of interesting to me as well. Likes to be forwardly placed, tends to tire towards the end of the mile, takes a step back tonight for driver Matt Kakeli. And then, of course, the pair of outside horses in Holy Coley and Pumping Irony. Eighth race, a field of condition, a pacer, seven to five to the inside, perfectly close, perfectly close, uh, missed by five and a quarter lengths. Had to come off cover three wide last week and uh, just tired late in the mile, draws the rail tonight, and it could be an interesting play off of the rail. The three McThirsty is another play to consider uh, was second, just missing a neck after a perfect trip at Saratoga last time out uh, for trainer Sheena McClaney and Scott Zeron will pick up the lines. Ninth race, a field affiliate mayor condition Pacers per $17,500. And it features the one pit stop Danica to career family for Barn. Barnea, and then of course to the outside is the seven Melanie's Philly and the eight. She's just a delight. She's just a delight is kind of an interesting look from the outside uh, at Yonkers. And, you know, at Yonkers, the outside post is, you know, it's pretty tough to win from, but it's not impossible. One thing you have to remember, there's no passing lane. So that you have to get into a good early position. That is exactly what Ron Cushing will need to do is get into a good early position and try to be fourth or fifth and not get locked down at the inside with no passing lane. Tenth race, a field of condition, a trotters. You've got the one Boeing and Nader and <clears throat> who raced at Yonkers last week, tried to come from off the pace. Didn't really do a whole lot uh, with Jason Bartlett in the sulky. The two X arc is another very interesting play off of the inside. And then the three icing on to cupcake who won at three to one odds last week gets Austin Siegelman in the sulky we're going to take one more uh, time out before pete vanaglia joins we're going to be talking a little bit of yonkers raceway and talking about the blue chip matchmaker series you've got post time with mike and mike presented by the united states trotting association and bet america the meadowlands racing season is just heating up with large fields bigger purses, nightly promotions, and some of the greatest restaurants in New Jersey, there are plenty of places to catch all of the exciting action. First post on Friday and Saturday nights is 7.15. For more information and reservations, call 201-THE-BIG-M or visit PlayMetalands.com. It's been said that fortune favors the bold, and we're all in at Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. Join us as we kick off the live racing season with an epic fan appreciation weekend, Friday, March 29th and Saturday, March 30th, for champion harness racing, new bets, folder promotions, free family events, live entertainment, giveaways, and more, starting at 6.30 p.m. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino is bigger than folder, and we want you to be a part of it. Visit harrishoosierpark.com for more info. Post time, gates moving. They're off and it is on. Every year, the Harness Horse Youth Foundation travels the country to share the love of harness racing with the next generation. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation educates, introducing youth to new friends and opportunities. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Learn how you can support bringing kids and horses together, building a stronger future for the sport. 
visit hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Looking to bet on great racing from around the country and around the world? There's no better place than BetAmerica.com. But there's also no better time to join because right now we're offering a 100% sign-up bonus up to $100 on your first deposit. Simply open a new account at BetAmerica, make your first deposit, and we'll add your bonus immediately. It's It's that that easy. easy. Sign up today at BetAmerica.com. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the USTA and Bet America. Mike Carter joining you from the USTA studios. We're joined now by Pete Benaglia from Yonkers Raceway. Pete, how's it going this morning? It's going great. Thanks for having me on. Now I'm a little. Cons- I mean, it's good to be on Post Time with Mike. Uh, this is <laughs> Donald. I just want to make sure this isn't like Springsteen abandoning the E Street Band, going out on your no, own or no. anything like that, right? No, good. No, All right. No, no. Go. He, he he had to take the week off. We give vacations around here, but uh, listen, when he comes back next week, we're going to give him all the work. So uh, you yeah, know, but don't we'll don't tell sure. my employees about this vacation stuff. I don't I don't like this. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> well, Pete, Pete, let's we obviously want to talk about the big races coming up this weekend but boy do you guys have a nice carryover in the pick five tonight and uh i'm yeah. not sure if to look at tonight's card but uh is there anybody that jumps out that maybe somebody should take a look at you know i'm gonna tell you the the, the advice i give everyone who's playing yonkers this is not my product it's somebody else's product and it's uh the empire report which is available every night of racing it is really just an incredible uh, resource. If you're looking to get into the uh, uh, pick five carryover like that, uh, like like we have tonight, it's it's a nice number that we have. We're going for. I think the the, the mandatory is a twenty um, uh, guaranteed jackpot. Uh, and and the Empire Report really it, it's a, it's a device that we have, and we're very proud of it because what it does is it 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 provides you with an analysis of each and every horse in the upcoming races, and then just as importantly, after the race is done. It gives you a review of the performance of each of the horses, and it, it does something which you and I both know is the key to winning at handicapping, which is identifies false favorites and live long shots. And with those tools, you'll be in good hands. So I, I'm I'm not even going to try and outdo the Empire Report. Get the Empire Reports available on the Yonkers Raceway website, and uh, that that's that's really the best recommendation I can give you. Well, I'm going to have to check that thing out now because my handicapping skills are only good for show wagering. So as Mike would tell you, is that right? oh, we'll, have, we'll have to check that out. And no, it, it, it really is. The, in all the years I've handicapped and handicapping both thoroughbred and, and, and harness, it is the best resource I've ever seen out there. And that includes the, the Hilltop Helper, which I, which I put out once a week. All right. Well, listen, let's dive into the Blue Chip Matchmaker Series. It kicks off on Friday night with the seventh race. And interestingly enough, the one Don't Think Twice draws the inside. Uh, We see the A's and the N's coming back, but only one A works in this race. That's uh, that's kind of impressive in its own right. But you have Newborn Sassy who gets stuck on the outside once again this week. Caviar Cherry uh, doesn't draw the best after uh, a pretty nice third-place effort last week. This is a quite an interesting field. Uh, one winner from last week, uh, two for three in the series, is the three feeling red hot. 
Yeah, I was talking with Jim King uh, Saturday night about uh, newborn Sassy, and, and he was lamenting the fact that the newborn Sassy had a 54-3 and three back half and just was in a position where that one couldn't gain any ground behind uh, feeling red hot. And it's just it's just very tough when they – I think they went up front uh, fairly slow, and uh, it was just no way they were going to make up money – make up ground from the back. Uh, it's an interesting race because I think three logical horses on the inside, all of whom have some level of speed. Uh, and uh, you know, Ronnie Ronnie Burks had a tough time in the in the Levy sequence. He's on the outside looking in right now, but boy, he's he's put a good one out here and feeling red hot. Uh, don't think twice. Uh, last week had to, you know, had the benefit of that soft half, but did have a 27 and four third quarter. Uh, and what happened was C Swift Joy just popped out and, and, and actually went by. I thought rather quickly. So I have a little bit of a question about don't think twice whether I want to put that one on top. Twinkle, I'm a big fan of, but you just get the feeling with Twinkle that maybe Twinkle is destined for another runner-up finish. Uh, she's raced very well in the series. She raced well last year in the series. And I'm just going to have to go with feeling red hot. I'm not sure if George is going to try and blast out of there or he's going to try and make a quarter move. But I've been very impressed by feeling red hot. And uh, I, I, I didn't have that one on, on the top of my list, I think, coming into the series. But, boy, it, she, she's certainly right up near the top right now. And uh, if Newborn Sassy had drawn better, and I, if Newborn Sassy draws well next week, I would look in that one's direction. But 7-0, I think she may suffer the same fate that she suffered last week. You know, it's interesting you bring up feeling red hot. This is a, uh, a mare that has been racing in my neck of the woods out here at Miami Valley right. uh, Raceway. I raced at Northfield a little bit, was third in the Ohio Sire Stakes Championship uh, for older horses. And Ron Burke's really done a nice job with this mare, getting her ready for this series. This is, for those who don't know, this this series, is it's five weeks, and it, you know, it takes a lot out of them. But, you know, he's setting himself up right now to where he may be able to take a week off uh, leading up to the final. Yeah, you saw this week Apple Bottom Jeans taking a week off this week, and I think some people might take a look at that next week because really right about now it looks like the top seven spots in the final are close to being booked. They're not there yet, but they're close to being booked, and there's just really a bunch of seven or eight of them really fighting for the last slot. So if you've got a, if you've got your space sort of booked after this week, uh, I think uh, they, they will take advantage of that, and I think it really helps them quite a bit. Some people have the theory that you take the, the race off this week. Some people the week right before the final. Uh, everybody has a different approach. The Kings approach is probably going to take some of his mares and give them some time off next week before the final. But, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I think a feeling red hot may, uh, may get the benefit of a week off next week. Now, what I like about the eighth race, it's the second division of the blue chip matchmaker. It's it's almost like the good horses in this race kind of got sprinkled a little bit of everywhere. There's one in post one. There's one in post three. There's one in post six. One out all the way to post number seven. And what's interesting to me about Better Joy is Better Joy, to me anyway, is the speed of the race. Um, but Camera Lady draws a little bit better and has been known to show speed at the Meadows. So what say you about this race? You know, uh, I, I think, again, I mentioned I, I, talking to Jim King about these races last week, and, and he kind of shocked me because, of course, we have last year's champ in the field in Chardonnay, 
And he was not going to commit to me as to who is the better horse, better mayor right now. Uh, that's how highly he thinks of a better joy. I think he was a little disappointed in the, in the first week when she didn't close the deal. But, boy, she's been very good winning off the pace two back. And last week was just a very impressive performance. Now, she's had now two consecutive starts where she had to deal with ideal lifestyle she passed her two back last time, cut the mile, and Ideal Lifestyle couldn't get to her. Um, you know, and I'm a great believer in deja vu, and I think that w- might be what we hear because I do think you're right that uh, the speed of Better Joy and uh, the way she's going right now, uh, I, I think she can actually get there because there are a number of horses here who do not have much in the way of speed, Not certainly not her kind of speed. Uh, and I think she'll get there and uh, – I think we might see Ideal Lifestyle chasing her again. Better be Chevron had some very sluggish trips, difficult trips the, in the first couple of legs last week, left a little bit and finally slid out and was actually going quite well at the end. So if I was looking for one to come from off the pace a little bit from far off the pace, but Better be Chevron might be headed in, in the right direction. But uh, I will go with Better Joy Ann, and uh, Jim King really has a has a nice, uh, nice hand to play in the in the final. Yeah, for sure. And the ninth race uh, is the third and final division of the Blue Chip Matchmaker Series. You have Sharton in here, draws post number four, has won two, excuse me, has won two of the, her last three races on her comeback trail uh, leading up to the Blue Chip Matchmaker. It's interesting that Medusa hasn't, has been third the last couple of races, but gets a pretty, uh, you know, pretty de- big driver change here to Jason Bartlett. That of course Caitlin, who draws the rail, can never leave her off the ticket. Well, I think this is in many ways the most interesting race in that Caitlin. I mentioned before the seven spots are sewn up, but Caitlin is not currently sitting in the eighth spot, so she's got the inside track and gets the benefit of the rail draw here. I'd kind of be surprised if she's not right there for one of the smaller checks. I don't expect her to win. Of course, you got Medusa, as you mentioned. I thought it was a little disappointing last week. Uh, it was close to the pace and just kind of really didn't fire at all in the lane. But anytime you have uh, Eddie Hart training, you, you've got a, uh, certainly a big shot. Of course, short and end is, is short and end, although they tend not to blast very hard with short and end out of the gate. She kind right. of just finds a way to lead because of her talent. Um so therefore, I see Swift Joy, who's all the way on the outside and has just done tremendous work in the series. I think that one actually, much like we talked about in the prior race, Swift Joy can get there from the outside, at least to one of the forward spots. And she was just very impressive, I thought, last week uh, uh, going by. She kind of lost touch a little bit at the head of the lane, but I think if you look at her fractions coming home, they're just a wicked fractions. Uh, and so I'm going to go in the direction of C. Swift Joy for a, a mild upset uh, over Short and N. Uh, but, boy, that's a great race to see uh, horses like that. And in the meantime, everybody should beware, I guess. Uh, uh, very disappointed, obviously, what happened with Bit of a Legend and the Levy, and uh, he's had to drop out of the the game. And uh, Peter P. Tritton, though, then sent out another one last week, uh, pacing major to win at 65-1. to 1. And in this field, he's got Celibate N, two-time runner-up in the, in the matchmaker. Uh, maybe Pete's got another one up his sleeve the, this week but uh, hasn't really fired so far in the series. But, boy, 65-1 to 1 last week. Right, right. Well, listen, when Pete Critton shows up with a – make sure I'm on here. I thought I'd turn myself off. Uh, when Pete Tritton shows up with a 65-1 to 1 shot, that's not something you normally see from Mr. Tritton. And so when, yeah. when he shows up with one of those, it's, you know, maybe time to pay, uh, pay attention. 
and uh, and the combination of Triton and Jordan Stratton N, as I refer to him, uh, is, is is quite the heck of a combination. <laughs> All right, let's jump to Saturday night, the George Morton Levy series. There are four legs, or four, excuse me, four divisions of this. And in race number five, you've got always at my place to drive the outside. Endeavor is an interesting play uh, for Jeff Culifer from post number three, and Locked in Luck draws post number one. Yeah, and he's been interesting here. I think a cut below the top ones in the Levy, but as you said, gets the benefit of the rail, which he used to finish second two starts ago. And of course, we talked about pacing major. I'm, I'm you know, I wasn't there for the wedding, and I'm not going to be there for the funeral. So uh, I, I, I don't, I don't like backing a horse after they've won at that kind of a mutual. Um, but uh, I, I do think this race really does come down to the Endeavor and JJ Flynn, both of whom have put in. Uh, big efforts, uh, both up efforts, two back when they won. Uh, when they won in the second leg, I thought last time ever, you know, who, who was the victim of pacing majors storming home? I, you know, obviously went a, a little bit quick early. I still thought Endeavor could hold off the field. Uh, we don't know, I guess, who Tim Tetrick's going to. I assume it'll be Endeavor. Uh, but uh, I think those are the two most likely ones, although Major Crocker uh, seems to be headed in the right direction. Drew poorly the first two legs. The left leg uh, was, was, was uh, drew inside and was able to pick up a third in that uh, in, Endeavor and pacing major race. But uh, he'd be the one I would, I would think could pull the upset. But I'm going to go in the direction of Endeavor. All right. Taking a look at the second division of the George Morton Levy race number seven. And you have a couple of horses in here that, you know, have only once here and there sporadically. Controlled Tower draws the inside for trainer Nick Zurich, who's been red hot as of late. I'm some graduate is one of those Ron Burke trainees that's try, kind of on the outside looking in, trying to make the uh, final. And then, of course, more the better. And real quick little story time. I actually called more the better's first career win in the U S and it was a 149 and one or 149 and two score. It was at Harris, Philadelphia last year. So kind of cool to see more, the better, uh, more, the better jumping into the uh, mix here. And has been very impressive the first week uh, coming first up and, and, and winning the race. And I thought a very solid effort. The second race, the uh, second leg was a little bit, uh, disappointing in the lane a little bit, but took a while to get clearance, and so that could have explained that. And then last week just rolled right by uh, the rail horse here, Anything for Love, who seems to be taking a little bit of a step backwards, and I, I would have to go against that one despite the fact that he draws a, a second consecutive rail. Uh, and I agree with you about I'm some graduate. I thought that was a very nice effort, just really closed nicely to be second. Uh, and But but my fun play this week is, in fact, the five betters fire. Um, I don't know what the morning line is yet, but uh, he was in the first leg and had uh, some significant traffic problems in the second leg. And then last week, I actually got to the point, this doesn't happen all that often at Yonkers, but he actually pulled fifth over as they were passing the stands, uh, ducked back inside to follow Don Domingo, who then who had been behind him and slipped up inside uh, and uh, did not really have all that much clearance and had to kind of find a lane and did and ended up finishing fourth in the race, I thought, in a very impressive effort. 
bet his fire, and Ron Cushing usually likes to announce himself early, and uh, he may actually send this one into a spot behind anything for love. Uh, and if he does, I think that might be the winning spot, uh, given what we saw last couple of weeks with anything for love. Uh, that one's always capable of, of going on with it, but uh, uh, better's fire, I think, is going to offer significant value here. I think more the better is going to be compromised by the move outside. He's drawn three inside slots so far. Uh, but uh, you will hear noise from more the better, I think, late in this one. But uh, I'm going to take a shot with his fire. Jumping ahead to the eighth race, talking about not being there for the wedding and not wanting to be there for the funeral, what do you think of the wall here? The wall is one back to, in back-to-back weeks. You have the downtown bus who draws to that one's inside, and then Better Memories who draws the rail. Don Domingo shows up here, but the wall has kind of been on a terror the last couple of weeks. Well, you know, in the first leg – just did not get clearance until extremely late mid stretch, uh, and still was able to get up to pick up the win. And that was a very impressive win. I thought last week may have been just as impressive. Uh, again, he was in that kind of odd race with pacing major and he completed, uh, the exacta with pacing major and, and as part of the trifecta that was our highest number that we've had, uh, this year for both of those wagers. Uh, but again, we'll be off the pace a little bit here. Uh, and, and I think what, really stood out to me in this race, a little bit like the races we were talking about for Friday night. There's a lot of horses here who are very talented horses, but don't possess a world of speed. And there is one horse in here who possesses a world of speed, and that's on the outside, Ideal Jimmy. And I've been talking to Brent Holland about this one. He was very shocked, frankly, the first week when uh, he picked up the win and he went off 9-1 to one from the rail. He said absolutely he should have been favored. I didn't understand why he wasn't favored. Uh, he was very confident going into the second week. And then lo and behold, last week, from a much more uh, difficult spot, rallied powerfully to uh, almost get late, get uh, Max Shackpot, who had been cutting the mile on the front end. And if you look at the seven, six, five, four, three, two, uh, all the way down to the rail horse, better memories. Who does have speed? Ideal Jimmy may have the uh, the ability to get get to the frontier, and I, I can tell you one that's not shy about uh, announcing his presence. Like I said, with Ron Cushing, and that's Holland. Uh, I, I would expect Brent Holland to really put him in play. If he is able to do anything this week, he he may have the benefit, like we talked about before, of taking off the the last week. The 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 Levy point standings are much more interesting. I think there's like uh, well, there are about four horses who have punched their ticket really to the to the final, but there's a you know a, a dozen or so battling for the final four slots. So it's going to be a, a very interesting uh, sequence. But I like him. Better Memories took the advantage of dropping down to the non one as a thirty thousand, picked up a nice front end win, and that could be a real confidence booster because when this horse goes gets going well. He can be very tough, and he'll he'll certainly get a good trip here. And you can't ever argue with the connections of Bartlett and Norman. So I, I do think he has a shot here, despite the the fact that he was in number one as a thirty thousand last week. <laughs> Well, listen, those confidence boosters are sometimes what those horses need to kind of, you know, get things rolling and uh, see where things kind of go from there. Race number, let's see, I had my sheet pulled up. Race number 10 is the uh, final division of the George Morton Levy series. You have Gokudo Hanover draws the inside for Trader Scott D. Domenico. Western fame's been uh, kind of into the mix with this as well. Dr. J. Hanover is yet to make a victory this year, and then you got Luciano N. to the outside. Yeah, Dr. J. Hanover last year had the benefit of a very fortunate trip and slow fractions in the first few legs, picked up a bunch of wins, and then did not leave in the final and, and ended up not not being a, a factor at all. Uh, now, 
draws to the outside, and that that's going to make things difficult because he can't really utilize utilize his big weapon, which is his speed. Because you have horses down on the inside who are just speed balls. You have Western Fame has been incredibly impressive. Uh, did get beat by the first up JJ Flynn in the in, in the second leg, but the other two legs have been very very impressive. But he draws outside a couple of horses, and that's Goku to Hanover. Uh, two back uh, really almost almost got the job done on the front end, lost to Rodeo Rock, who had picked up his second leg win uh, that week. Uh, and Scotty DiDomenico and George Brennan are not going to want to waste uh, that one's speed here. That one desperately needs points to, to get into the mix and to get into the final. Uh, but, of course, the, the the fun horse that's in here is, is, is the Levy veteran for I don't know how many years now. I think something like 17 years he's raced in the Levy, and that's uh, somewhere in L.A., who is just a really fun horse to watch. Uh, a couple of years ago, I talked to Jason and told him, you know, uh, I was lamenting the fact that this horse had perhaps the worst luck uh, in terms of draws and any number of other things, uh, but now gets the benefit of a, of a pretty good draw, and I don't think Jason Bartlett's going to want to end up third. So that could compromise chances of Western fame. And if somewhere in LA is in the top two slots, that's the direction I'm going to go. I, you know, when uh, he beat uh, Doug the loins horse a few weeks ago and, and uh, somebody commented to, to Doug about the, uh, the fact that he, they thought his horse was going to win. He said, well, there's a horse sitting on my back. That's one over $1.6 million and has won 40 races. There's a reason why he's done that somewhere in LA is just a fun, special horse. And I think he, I think he's probably the one in, in race 10. All right. Well, listen, a very competitive weekend of racing action at Yonkers Raceway, a pick five guarantee tonight. Boy, you guys have it all this weekend, that's for sure. It's it's a lot of fun at MGM Yonkers. We're having a good time, and uh, uh, it's it's going to be fun in two weeks, April 20th, when we, when we have the finals of both the matchmaker and the Levy. All right. Well, listen, Pete, good luck to you this weekend, and thanks so much for uh, taking time out of your morning to join us. Thanks for having me. All right, Pete Vinaglia from Yonkers Raceway talking about the George Morton series coming up this weekend. Well, that will wrap it up for this post time with Mike and Mike. Mike Bozich back in the air chair next week. We'll see everybody back here next Thursday with a first post of 10.30. Good night, everybody. Oh